0: This is Kevin Wright, and you're listening to The Underground Experience with Uncle Earl.
1: the light by sounds, a universal energy forming organic tribal algorithms that spans the globe, reaching down to its very core. Please, euphoric, inspiration, revolution, ladies and gentlemen, I give you the ultimate underground.
0: Kids in the streets with not enough to eat Nor am I to be blind, pretending not to see their needs A summer's disregard, a broken bottle top And a one-man soul They follow each other on the wind, you know Cause they got no place to go
2: It's here with me, your host, Captain and DJ, Uncle Earl, on the radio. How y'all doing? I'm doing absolutely fabulous today. I have an incredible guest today at Uncle Earl's do drop in. I had the privilege of meeting her, I'm not going to say how long, but a while back. And it was incredible. It was amazing. We were working on a production. I was an actor and she was a coach. But I don't want to spill all the beans, I want to introduce her and let her tell you a little bit about herself. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring in you Professor Emerita, Ms. Vera Katz. How you doing? Fine, great
3: to be here, Uncle
2: Yes, it's wonderful to be here with you. You've taken a little Star Trek to be here.
3: Yes. A little one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Across the country. Yeah. You currently reside in
3: uh, outside of D. C. D.C. Maryland. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And Debbie Allen called me and said, "Come on over, I'll bring you out." Debbie and Allen, who's Debbie Allen? Uh, Debbie Allen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> no, I
2: have to say, you no, know, we both we, we mutually know Debbie Allen. She was her her instructor, and I was an assistant to Debbie Allen for many years, um, and we have another co. How would we say? <laughs> Co connector. <laughs> we won't go into it, but we do have, know someone mutually. Mr. I say his name, Mr. Terrence Lee Jones, introduced me to Miss Katz, Professor Katz. And, um, there well, is. that's another story, but we, we're talking about her today. So, what I like to do is let's go back and tell Let's take a step back. Where are you from? Perfect.
3: I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> me too. Oh, I'm from Borough Park. Where were you from? Fort Greene. Okay. Myrtle and Carlton. Didn't know we were neighbors. Hey, Hey hello. That's life, yeah.
2: (laughs) Yes, so you grew up in Brooklyn, and how how was that growing up in Brooklyn?
3: Well, it was good. I learned a lot in Brooklyn. At that time, in the 40s, there was a lot of diversity. Mm -hmm. People were living together with each other, Mm -hmm. Um, blacks, Jews. Puerto Ricans and uh, Italians, yes, Polish, Italians. Oh, so it was it was a good way to grow up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I've used what I learned there. Yeah.
2: Did you have a large family?
3: No, actually, I'm adopted. Okay. There were just three of us. Mm-hmm. A lot of focus on me because I was the only one. <laughs> Mom was doing uh, community theater,
4: mm-hmm.
3: and she was also speaking in front of large Jewish organizations I think I learned how to speak in front of large groups and be comfortable because Mm. of mom
2: that is an art Uh, yes (laughs) yes that is now um, how did you become interested in entertainment
3: well I would watch mom Mm -hmm. and then at an early age I would uh, go to my Tanta Lisa, Aunt Lisa's Mm -hmm. uh, little theater uh, school, which was in New York, Mm -hmm. over the Heckshaw Theater. I would go on the train by myself. Mm -hmm. I was eight or nine, Mm -hmm. and Tanta Lisa had me open up the Venetian window blinds Mm -hmm. and check out the bathroom. And she was teaching acting because she had studied with the great Russian Director and acting coach Konstantin Stanislavski. Wow. Okay. And so she had been uh, studying with him for some time, and then there was a lot of uh, pogroms against Jewish people, mm-hmm. so she fled and s- came to New York. Mm-hmm. And little Varichka, that's what she <laughs> called me, would sit in the classroom and watch her teach at eight, nine, mm-hmm. ten, mm-hmm. I think. It's soaked
2: in. That's great. But I have to step back. Isn't it amazing that back in that time, children could travel by themselves without any worries? And these days, <laughs> you can hardly travel with your parents and still be all right. You know? Yes. You show up missing anyway at the mall. Yes. You know, when yes. you're out with your family, it's crazy. That's, that's, a, that's a sidebar. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a you good know? Point. Yeah. I used to do that myself. I used to take the train from Queens to Brooklyn when I was a young man, and, you know, everything would be all right. Just call when you get there. Yes. We didn't have cell phones or
4: anything. No. You know? no. Anyway. Mm.
2: But um, let's get back to that. Uh, So, (laughs) little (laughs) Verichka. Taking the train and doing the town.
3: Yes. Yes. (laughs) And watching her teach. Mm -hmm. And it inculcated me, I feel, to be a teacher of acting. Mm. And that's what I've done with my life.
2: And that's when it all began.
3: Mm -hmm. That was Mm -hmm. the point. Mm
2: -hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, we're going to get a little bit more in depth, but I need to take a break. And when I get back, I want to talk about your transition and your schooling your schooling you know how did you
3: mm-hmm.
2: build upon what you gained mm-hmm. as little virgin okay mm-hmm. <laughs> okay people will be right back right after this break with Professor Merita Miss Vera Katz on the underground experience. <coughs> Hey,
1: hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? This is Uncle Earl, your host, captain, and DJ of The Underground Experience, here with some good food news for you. I want you to run on down to Issa Ramen Bar at 740 Southwestern Avenue in Los Angeles. They have special ramen, fresh sushi, delicious and tasty appetizers to soothe any palate, They have lunch specials from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. daily for only $6.99 and dinner specials from $12.99. Alcohol is 50% off from 3 to 8 p.m. Now who could ask for anything more? So I want you to get yourself on down to Issa Ramen Bar. At 740 Southwestern Avenue. That's 740 Southwestern Avenue. Telephone number 213 382 9020. I want to see you there. Ciao. <laughs> Tell them Uncle Earl sent you.
5: This is Mixie with Uncle Earl, and you're
1: listening to the Underground Experience. it a bop ba bow.
3: go into the
2: theater and into acting We'll learn something. Oh, now don't y'all just want to take her home with you?
3: <laughs> That's so sweet. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm fine. You're doing fine? Yeah. Good.
2: All right. Well, we've we've talked about where you're from. We're both from Brooklyn. You know, you've gone through the training, watching your tante, and now you're doing your thing. So let's talk about the school, your training. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, there's no substitute for training. Um, I started out at Brooklyn College mm-hmm. and um, studied with some wonderful teachers there.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And it became, and I was studying acting, and it became apparent that my language skills and my gift for analysis, mm-hmm. which I'm sure I took from Tanta Lisa and from my mother being in community theater, yes. uh, were evident. And at that time, I was told that uh, those skills would be useful in directing. Mm
2: -hmm. You were like a human sponge. (laughs) You're soaking it all in, huh? Right. And my (laughs) my
3: critiques were good. My Mm -hmm. verbal ability was good. Mm -hmm. And I still wanted acting, but I had to learn that I could funnel my interest in acting into directing. Mm. That's a gift. It is. It is again. From there, I went to Boston University Mm -hmm. and got a master's Mm -hmm. in both theater arts and directing. Actually, um, in my dorm at the time, Barbara Jordan, the great lawmaker, was living on the same floor. And we became friends, and I watched her first moot court appearance (laughs) at school, She never told me at the time that she was integrating Boston University.
2: Oh, that's what she was doing.
3: Mm-hmm, but never mentioned it. That's who Barbara was. Wow. And she came to my thesis directing play, mm-hmm. and she said, you're going to do something with that girlfriend you <laughs> really are.
2: She, knew it. she saw it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It
3: it's nice to have that affirmation from her and it was great to be in her presence.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: She even played Santa Claus for our dorm. Oh did there. she? Yeah. A black
2: Santa. Oh, it was and a woman.
3: Fabulous. She <laughs> crawled through the window. It was snowing out in Boston. She crawled through the window yes. and gave us all funny little trinkets for gifts that were a- appropriate for our personalities. Wow. She was so sharp. She was tremendous.
2: Did you have any other uh, notable, like, uh, fellow students with you there besides Barbara Jordan? Uh,
3: um, John Casals, who was an acting major, Mm. and he was in The Deer Hunter, Mm. the movie The Mm -hmm. Deer Hunter. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. he died too early. His career was just taking off Mm. in the past. Mm. And so from Boston University, I... uh, really started to feel that i had to continue to direct mm. and then of course being a woman i got married yeah, i had children of course I, and that brought me to washington dc mm-hmm. and i directed a lot of plays in local community theater in the area mm-hmm. and of course as we all know as women i was trying to raise two young kids and at the same time direct and Unheard of back in that time. Difficult. Very <laughs> difficult. No support, no, I'm sure. No support, and people thought I was crazy. Women were supposed to be baking from scratch, and uh, mm-hmm. the neighbor would always do the chocolate chip cookies for right. us because I certainly <laughs> was running to rehearsal. And so after that. Um, Did the kids
2: hang out with you at rehearsal a lot?
3: The the kids came to rehearsal and were amazed at uh, the personalities, the outgoing, Mm. ebullient personalities Mm -hmm. of all the actors. Mm. And they were shy, and they didn't quite know what to do with it. You know, sometimes we in theater can come on so strong.
4: Right,
3: And so um, then after that, I was on a panel... Uh, A D.C. one-act play tournament panel. Mm. And there was this... And we were giving critiques, Earl. We were giving critiques of what we saw uh, and adjudicating who would win the first prize for the best production and the best actress and so forth. And there was this very brilliant woman sitting next to me, large, intelligent, uh, verbal, sharp, and very warm... Mm. And her name was Alfredine Brown. Uh-huh. She had already appeared in a lot of movies. Okay. Uh, one of them was with Peter Sellers. Peter Sellers. Okay. And um, she had done some professional acting mm-hmm. in the area. Mm-hmm. And after the tournament, she said to me, you know, my husband is looking for a theater teacher at the the school, I didn't know what school she was talking about.
2: (laughs) The school. Yeah, I thought it was some (laughs) little high
3: school. And um, she said, are you available? Would you like to go down and be interviewed by him? And I Mm. said, fine. And she wrote down on a piece of paper, his name, Mm -hmm. William T. Brown. Yes. And Howard University. Wow. That was my introduction.
2: What a blessing.
3: And of course I had heard of Howard. (laughs)
2: Okay. (laughs) <laughs> the,
3: the the oldest school for African Americans yes. the capstone founded in 1865 yes and i was impressed and a little nervous and i went down to the school and i was interviewed by him mm-hmm. and since i had a masters and since i had worked for morse hart mm. morse hart if you remember, was the playwright, right, playwright. of many plays yes. uh, George with George Kaufman. Mm-hmm. They reigned in New York. And a couple of things, he did Perry. The Man
2: Who Came to Dinner.
3: Yes, and Light yeah. Up the Sky. Mm-hmm. And in the 40s and early 50s, they were in charge of New York's mm-hmm. Broadway mm-hmm. scene. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, the year that I left him, he was working on a, a play... Called uh, Well, the play was adapted from a novel called Once and Future Kings, and it mm-hmm. turned out to be Camelot.
2: Oh, hey. Yes. <laughs> Still going strong. S-
3: right. So <laughs> I learned about how to adapt a novel mm. into a play by working with them. And one of the things Mr. Hart had me do was run around to a lot of off-Broadway theaters uh-huh. and look at um, talent. And I would come back and tell him so-and-so and with a resume and picture, mm-hmm. and I would promote the talent, which you... Wonderful. Yes.
2: Wonderful talent scout out And there. <laughs> I was also
3: reading plays all the time. He would get so many new scripts, new writers, mm-hmm. and I would be assigned to read them, and then once a week I would have to go into his office and advocate... Mm. for a play that he should read
2: mm. so you were the yay and nay girl yes and
3: <laughs> we discovered at that time patty Shaevsky who wrote for tv a lot after that mm-hmm. and uh, i was really you know the person who said you need to look at this man's Wonderful. writing
2: so you were commuting back and forth from dc to new york
3: yes i wow. was that I must was. have been something and i was working it was near times square and mm-hmm. i was in my Late twenties. It was so exciting. I'm
2: sure it was.
3: My head was in the clouds. You know,
2: you were in demand. Yeah, you were popular. You were the it girl. Well, and you had to be sharp. You Mm -hmm. had to take the cues. Young Mm -hmm.
3: people have to learn that. You had to take the cues, know when to speak and when not to Mm -hmm. speak, Mm -hmm. and verbal agility impresses people that's why reading is so important yes. Earl. So Riff. important. reading is fundamental so important <laughs> you know yes it is uh, not all, always watching television or playing computer games yes and i
2: have to tell you i learned that late in life because when i was a child i really didn't like to read mm-hmm. i my attention span would not stand for it i hated doing book reports i hated doing you know i'd have to go to the movies and do a review even in elementary school they made us do that and i was like where's the cliff's notes you know i was one of those guys Mm -hmm. and i regretted it so when i did go to college Mm -hmm. i found i had a newfound love for reading
3: i remember pearl bailey once came to howard and Mm -hmm. she said um, I'm one of the people who've opened the door for you, but you have to have something to bring through the door mm, with you. Mm-hmm. I never forgot that. Mm. And part of that is having verbal agility. Yes. Yes. So anyway, yes. um.
2: So can, can we go on to that time? That was a very important time that you were at Howard.
3: 1968. Yes. To 2001. Yes. 32 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spent at Howard University, mm-hmm. and of course, through that period, so much changed in America for African Americans.
2: Yeah, but w- we must state that that was around the time of Martin Luther King's assassination, yes, yes. which was very uh, monumentous. I mean, it was w- Washington was in flames. And, yeah.
3: And there I appeared, this Mm. white lady with stringy (laughs) hair, into a class, and they were not happy to see me. No way.
2: Like who's she?
3: And in my first class was Linda Gravatt, who's a professional actress Mm. now, Mm -hmm. and Felicia Allen, better known as Felicia Rashad,
2: who I love dearly. Yes, had the privilege of working with her myself. Yes,
3: brilliant Mm -hmm. actress, brilliant. Mm -hmm. And um, I was teaching them acting. Mm -hmm. And it became apparent to me that I had to learn more about the culture, Mm. the ethnicity, Mm -hmm. the many years of wonderful literature and history of the African Americans. Mm. And I did my research. Every night I'd stay up after I put the little kids to bed and I'd read. Phyllis Wheatley, Mm. Zora Neale Hurston, Mm -hmm. I'd read um, as much as I could, Mm -hmm. John Hope Franklin, about the history, Mm -hmm. and that was So you could build
2: up your little arsenal there. Yes, Mm
3: -hmm. and that was a way for me to connect to the students and draw the thread through of... What did acting have to do with your history and your ethnicity? Mm -hmm. And that's important to learn. Yes, it is. Because also young actors have to bring that in the door with them Mm -hmm. because they are educating producers who may not know directors who may not know right. they are repositories of all these years of culture and mm-hmm. history and they have to educate people they work with script yes. writers and
2: let, let me let me just ask you this question my understanding I, there's another person that we have in common Debbie Allen
3: mm-hmm.
2: who who really impressed upon me the importance of studying and sharpening my tool and she introduced me to the Oda Hagen. And I did read that book, and Mm -hmm. I thank her for it because I still use it to this day. But brilliant! What one thing Debbie handed to me? She says, "Child, stop acting. Mm -hmm. That's your first mistake. Don't come up in front of me acting. Mm -hmm. I want to see who you are. Mm -hmm. Bring your experiences and layer it Mm -hmm. with the character,
4: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: so that you become one. Mm -hmm. You're not playing someone else. You become that person, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you you channel yourself. Is that a correct analysis?
3: Definitely, and, and I, I must say that you have to use your past experiences, mm-hmm. whether it was triumph mm-hmm. or trauma, mm-hmm. in your work. Yes. You have to pull that into your work, because that's what you can build on. Mm-hmm. That moved you in your experiences in life, and you bring it to the character <clears throat> you're playing. mm mm-hmm. So it, it's a lot of you is in the character, yes. and then you put the other layer on. Yes. So, yes, that is a great book. I, I also recommend uh, Michael Shurtloff, mm-hmm. who was a, a Hollywood uh, teacher for years. His book called Audition, mm. which is, does not emphasize audition as much as the 12 guideposts of directing. Mm. And you know, Uncle Earl, I'm in the process of writing a book.
2: Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, well, we'll have to touch on that in a minute. I need to give people a break so they can stand up, stretch their legs, and come back and get some more. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with Professor Vera Katz, and we'll be right back on The Underground Experience right after this break. Come on back now. You hear?
5: bulging eyes and the twisted mouth scent of magnolia in the sudden smell of burning flesh Here is a fruit for the crows to pluck For the rain to gather For
4: the wind to suck For the sun to rise
2: Stay tuned for the second half hour of The Underground Experience after this break.
1: Come. Explore your spirit. Therein lies your freedom. Hello, Actors. Mariska Phillips brings her unique brand of acting coaching to Hollywood. 210% commitment, scene breakdown and analysis, character development and exploration. She digs deep into your spirit to bring your characters to life. The Mariska Phillips Theatrical Preparatory. For more information, visit www.marishkasphillips.com.
5: Hey, what's up? This is Norm Adams, and you're listening to the Ultimate Underground Experience with Uncle Earl on KLED Live. When I consider the heavens The works of thy fingers, the moon and the stars, you ordained. When I consider a child, the steps that he's taking, his light and his joy so ingrained. When I think of the way that each breath comes unnoticed, sustaining this delicate life, I am swept off my feet in breathless wonder at the mystery of life. When I consider the music of all the great masters And know it was you they all heard And the works of our Shakespeare's King David's and Keats, You gave them each every word When I contemplate the pure fabric of nature, bewildered by all we have learned, I am swept off my feet in breathless wonder at the miracle. Consider the heavens, the works of thy fingers, the moon and the stars you ordained. When I consider a child, the steps that he's taking, his light and his joy so ingrained. When I think of the way that each breath comes unnoticed sustaining this delicate life I am swept off my feet in breathless wonder but this whimsical world it just slips through my as I try to
4: hold
5: on to the air. And I'm swept off my feet in breathless wonder at the miracle of life. And I think on these things. Think on these things, and the wonder life brings.
2: We are back on the Underground Experience. Here we've been having an in-depth con- conversation with Professor Emerita Vera Katz from Howard University and the Duke Ellington School. How you doing, then?
3: Oh, it's nice to be here.
2: Yeah, you've got a lot to offer. Oh, thank you. You know,
3: but you know, it took a lot of hard work, mm-hmm. a lot of reading books, a lot of training. Then I went off. Uh, after Brooklyn College and Boston University, I went off to study film mm-hmm. at USC uh-huh. and UCLA, and so put that together so I could speak to the students about around. acting for camera you get around, yeah, huh? yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: and and so who was someone who was very instrumental in moving you forward into doing what you're doing now? You had mentioned to me about <coughs> mr. Edward you, you, you brought someone into the fold that was very instrumental, Mr. Edward.
3: oh Ah. yes well while i was at howard Mm -hmm. learning Mm -hmm. and teaching Mm -hmm. and giving a lot and fine-tuning how i taught and my techniques um the last year I was there, which was 2001, mm-hmm. and that was uh, my choice to leave because I wanted to go on to teach at a high school, believe it or not. That's wonderful. In any case, I was doing Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf by Edward Albee. Uh-huh. Uh, I think many people have seen that movie with Elizabeth Taylor. And
2: if you haven't, you're stupid. Yes, and, <laughs> and
3: so I was working on the script and there were many references on the script that would not be ethnically right for the capstone mm-hmm. of Howard University. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, about the pale child and the blond eyed blue-eyed, right, right. and uh, the, the uh, male character speaks about great universities and there what needed to be black universities mm-hmm. mentioned that are great universities. And so I wrote him a letter in longhand well, I found his address uh, only through his agent, and I wrote him a letter, and my husband said, you'll never hear from him. And one day, I was in the closet, ladies, you'll understand this, I was in the closet <laughs> looking for the uh, the match to one of my boots, and I couldn't find it, and the phone rang. And it, I let it ring and let it ring, and finally I came out of the closet with only one boot, very unnerved, and... Um, I got on the phone and I heard, um, hello, is this Professor Katz? And I said, yes. Very clipped accent. Yeah. And he said, this is Edward Albee. And I said, yeah, right. Because <laughs> I was in the middle of rehearsals and I thought one of the actors was pulling my leg. And he said, excuse me? Right. And I had a sense that maybe this was Edward Albee. Mm. Well, Mr. Albee called me because he had gotten my letter and agreed with me that we had to change some of these references. Isn't that amazing? And on the phone, he sat with me and changed those references.
2: Really? He went on the phone? He sat here. Page
3: by page. Wow. And then he said, lo and behold, great thrill of my life, Do you think it would be beneficial to your students if I came and chatted with them? And, of course, I no, said... I don't I think said, do any good at I,
4: all, actually.
2: You
3: know? I said, of course! <laughs> and then we had a little go-round, because he wanted to jog over. He was going to be at the Kennedy Center, uh-huh. and he thought that was close enough to Howard University, and he was going to jog over, okay. which it wasn't close enough, and it was a difficult... Uh, draw, uh, walk, yes. and we had that little debate, and he was quite strong about jogging over, mm-hmm. and I said, well, I'm sure they w- that the university will send a car for you, mm-hmm. and he gave me where he would be staying, and he did come, and he shook everybody's hand, nice. and I told the students to get his autograph on their script, <laughs> which at the time, they didn't realize how, how
2: important that, how that would val- be to them in that their election. future,
3: yeah. mm-hmm. and he came. And you see, what I learned, Uncle Earl, is he wanted to visit a great, prestigious black university. He wanted that experience. There's so much ignorance on either side. And he wanted that experience because after he met all the students and chatted with them, Mm -hmm. and the cameras came in and the vice president came in Mm. and the chairman department was running around (laughs) in a twit. After all that happened, he took my arm and said, let's walk around. Um, And we walked around and I showed him the Harriet Tubman building. And I showed him the Frederick Douglass building. So he got a little
2: education himself while he was helping.
3: The great portrait of Ira Aldridge. And he said to me, yes, Shakespearean actor. And so he was thrilled to be there. Sometimes we don't realize the ignorance on either side, but Mm -hmm. the willingness, the willingness to learn. Mm So that was an experience yeah, for and Mr. Albay.
2: Opportunities because sometimes we won't reach out and touch yes. or reach out and ask and be like oh no I could do. Yeah. How do you know people are so gracious and That's willing right. sometimes if you don't That's ask right. you never know.
3: And sometimes we cop an attitude. Yeah.
2: yeah. We get right. into right so a, they feel that and then it's like oh no yeah. I feel that wall or I feel right. that energy. We distance yeah. ourselves yeah.
3: from an opportunity. Mhm. And so sure. that was a wonderful opportunity right. for for all the students at Howard, the university administration, myself, mm-hmm. and Mr. Albee too. That's wonderful.
2: Now you've mentioned a couple of students that you. Felicia Rashad, Linda Gravatt, uh,
3: Anthony and, Anderson mm-hmm. from Law and Order, Taraji Henson, yes, who's yes. very hot. In was fact, I understand she just got an opportunity to be on a continuing uh, series. Really? Yes. I don't know the name Wonderful. of it, but we'll be seeing it. And there was
2: Clinton Turner Davis. Clinton
3: Turner Davis, the director. Yes. Uh, Oh, the list goes on and on. I I don't want to forget anybody, but there were just so many. Richest jewels. uh, Oh, Isaiah Washington. I was Uh, just at a book signing of his, and he mentions me, little plug, Mm -hmm. page 22. (laughs) (laughs) you
2: know know the name of his book? uh,
3: Yes, A Man Between Two Lands. Wow. And um, he's become quite serious about giving back Hmm. to his roots, his ancestral roots, Mm -hmm. which he found out about, Mm -hmm. and that is Sierra Leone. And so he was the first, he is the first African-American. I
2: think my folks from there as well. Really? I think so.
3: Well, he got dual citizenship. The first African-American to get dual citizenship from Sierra Leone in the United States. And that's... That's breaking I think it's a path. either Sierra Leone
2: or Cameroon, but that's yeah. all related. Yeah, you know, it's, all, it's the, all the roots. Six degrees the roots like are there. Really yes. <laughs> yeah. So now this brings us to the person that you're working with.
3: Yes, I'm working with Debbie now. Debbie I'm her assistant. Mm-hmm. I'm the dramaturg. Mm-hmm. I'm doing some acting coaching. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm just uh, a free for all. Whatever she wants, <laughs> I <woman>. do. Utility
2: <laughs> woman. So it's a
3: full circle to have my student employ me now. Okay, it's wonderful, it's, though. It's just such a mitzvah. You know, in <laughs> Judaism, a mitzvah is a blessing. Yes. It's yes. such a blessing. Yes,
2: because you see it full—you see it full circle for real. I mean,
3: right? And she's brilliant. Yeah. And yeah. I see her use some things that I inculcated in her. And then I learn from her so much that mm-hmm. she's gone on mm-hmm.
2: to. Yeah, she's wonderful. Like I said, I've had the privilege of working with her mm-hmm. for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. And it was invaluable. And I'm still learning things that I've learned.
4: Mm-hmm. From her. Mm-hmm. You I
2: keep processing I, yes, all the yeah, time. Yeah, the process is you on keep processing. going all the time. And and, and I think, so let's, can we talk about what you're doing with her? It's a...
3: Well, I'm, I'm working as her assistant, and um, I'm suggesting to the actors... You know, I'm writing a book. We oh. had stopped oh. there. I'm writing a book, and um, each year I fine-tune what I've learned. Mm-hmm. And as Laurence Olivier said in his great book on acting, the word is all. And what I've been becoming to be aware of is that... Th- Our tools are not Mm paintbrushes or color as painters, but our tools are words. Mm -hmm. And words can be colored in so many ways. Words and how you send words. Your love of words is what an actor has to get a sense of. Mm -hmm. And working with young actors who've done TV and done film, they tend to shortchange what words can bring them. You can, through a word, experience a lot. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing a lot with that, and I'm working on a book about that. I've been teaching privately, mm-hmm. and I've uh, been teaching high school students. The high school students of the yes. Duke Ellington School of the Arts in D.C., That's they keep me young. marvelous. They keep me young, Uncle Earl. Yes, they do. I learn the don't. new expressions. <laughs> I,
4: know. Uh,
3: I learn the new clothes styles. You know, you can now wear two different colored socks. Yeah,
2: you can. I mean, it's, I'm sure you, they try to teach you a few dance steps too. Oh, right, they, do. They? <laughs> they do. They do. A and, light jig, you know, and
3: you know <laughs> m- phrases. Well, we're go- we're lunching on you, Professor. You know. I- <laughs> I have to get a glossary to figure out what they mean. I I love it. it. I love it. it They keep me young, but they're wonderful. And they go on. Um, Dave Chappelle uh, was trained at that school before Mm -hmm. me, and he comes through. Mm -hmm. He said to me one day, "You're the that cats person. The cats meow, you know, Chappelle meow." He said. And he told me that I had taught him once at a big workshop, and I had asked him to sit up straight and take some notes. Mm. (laughs) And he said, I never forgot that. You Mm. gave me the blues, woman, but you were right. Mm. So he comes through, Edwina Finlay studied at that school, and she's done a lot. She's marvelous. She's on, what is the name of that, trim? Yes. Uh, the HBO show yes. about Louisiana. Yes. So yes. she's a recurring figure on that. Yes. She's marvelous. Yes. Hard Had work. working
2: with her as well. Yes. And um, did, you, did you happen to know Hinton Battle?
3: No, I know, ever, of him, know of him. You But I did not work with him. He went through, through with this. Yeah. Might have been yeah, start, yeah, earlier. Yeah, it was yes. earlier. But, you know, he's I've connected only been with there. Debbie as well. Yes, I've only you know. been at Ellington 10 years. Okay. Only 10 years. <laughs> only 10
2: years. Okay. <laughs> So I, I
3: run up and now. back, I give a workshop and a lecture <laughs> yeah. at Howard, and then I go, and people say to me, well, do you, do you deal differently? Do you teach the high school students differently? And you know, you don't have to, you don't no. have to play down to them.
2: And you know, people respect that, because they don't like to be talked down to. Yeah. They're people, people are people.
3: And they're smart, mm-hmm. and they see what's going on, mm-hmm. and then they want to little push up. yes so yes. that's wonderful yes. i've enjoyed teaching them so much and and uh hearing i hear from them i get notes what they're mm-hmm. doing i have to say to them it doesn't matter if you're not in the business and the art form i yes. still love you i still want to hear what's yes. going on in your life All right. because as i say to parents who say well what is my child going to do with this acting i say to them you life. you're going to be able to speak you're going to be able to sell yourself mm-hmm. You're going to be able to know how to interrelate with people. You're going to be able to send and receive, which is what acting is about. Mm -hmm. You're going to learn vocabulary words. Mm -hmm. And everybody who I've trained, some go into law and they use it. Some go into funding and they use it. Mm -hmm.
2: Because you have to speak and communicate and convey a message in order to get results.
3: So it turns out that you can use it even if you don't go response. into this art. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The black yes, church, call and yes, response. Yes, wonderful, yes. wonderful.
2: Well, whoo, you can't see me, but I'm grinning from ear to ear here, you guys. I cannot <laughs> handle it. i got so much energy right now. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and wrap it up with Professor Vera Katz right after this. Please come on back. You don't want to miss this. All right. Ciao.
0: Some times in our lives we all have pain. We all have sorrow. But if we are wise, we know that there's
1: always tomorrow.
4: Lean on me.
2: Hey, it's Uncle Earl on
4: the radio. I'm
2: here. I'm here. I've been speaking with Professor Luritas, and we've had oh my God, a myriad of topics we've talked about. We've come from Brooklyn, on to Washington, D.C., uh, Howard University, USC. Where else have you been? You've been to Brooklyn University. mm mm-hmm. Boston. Now Boston University. You're now at Duke Ellington School for the Arts with mm-hmm. young kids. You've taught a, a host of celebrities that are on television, mm-hmm. film, and theater, mm-hmm. and recording artists as well. They just run the gamut. You, teach, you give them everything, and they just go run with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now here you are in L.A. with me, Tilly Allen. You're working on Twist, I must say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you've written a book. You're writing a book.
3: Uh, yes, You're but, working on because this. I want young people to know that there's no substitute for good training. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the star thing is very glamorous, and and gravitates to young people, and all these reality shows, and and, um, yet it isn't a fast way to get there. You must do the studying, the planting of the seed, nurture it, water it, Mm -hmm. grow, let it flourish, Mm -hmm. and not just jump into it, because you'll play yourself cheap, and then you'll just have a cup five years, and you'll be... Who are you? You'll be gone.
2: You won't even know who you are.
3: Right. And I don't (laughs) want that to happen. So hang in there and study with good people and read the books and uh, watch and listen to good interviews. Mm. And uh, you can really then have something to offer. Mm. Yes. Well,
2: I thank you for coming in here and laying down... The law of the land mm-hmm. and the law of the arts. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now we're going through such a disarray and a change. It's a very revolutionary time. Evolution is kicking yes. butt right now. Yes. And um what could what message could you give to up and coming artists about staying power and jumping into the race, you know, and really digging in and
3: Well, of course it's a terribly difficult time economically mm-hmm. in all areas and certainly always the arts gets hit mm-hmm. most. Mm-hmm. Yet at the same time, from my perspective, it's it's an opportunity now for African Americans that has never been as great as now, mm. with our president, with uh, all the the various uh, anchors on TV, mm-hmm. with all the books that are being written. Yes. It is really uh, an awareness of the contribution of African-Americans to America. Mm-hmm. And so that's a great thing for us all. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm watching my students who are in their 40s yes. and 50s want to own something. Yes. They want their own theater. Mm-hmm. They want to make their own movie. Mm-hmm. They want to have their own sh- shows, whether it be radio, TV, mm-hmm. Uh, Most recently, um, Frederica Whitfield, Mm. who is an anchor on CNN, who was a student of mine, Mm -hmm. has her own little Frederica's faces that she just got an opportunity to do. So it's happening in many areas. Mm -hmm. Ownership means not only a headache in raising (laughs) money, but it also means telling your own story. So it's not translated through somebody else's eyes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's very important. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. And I'm glad to see that people, my students in their 40s and 50s, are going that direction. Mm. It's very hard. They need public support to do it. But they're getting there.
2: I wish I had been one of your students, but I feel like I have been because I've worked with so many people. Passed through your
3: door. Yes, well, we, you know, we've touched and, each yeah. other. We've touched yeah, you, each other. You touched me and it was, it was and you've touched me, Earl. Oh. I've learned a lot from you, too. Oh, thank
2: you.
3: Um, so that's important. I continue to teach privately. Mm-hmm. I do workshops all over Washington and Maryland and Virginia into communities that have never had someone come up and speak clearly, watch their work. Mm. Uh, They do their monologues, they do their audition pieces, and then I praise them for what they've done, and then I critique them in a way that helps them add to it. In fact, uh, I'm doing two workshops at the National Black Theater Festival, which is in Winston-Salem on the first week of August. It happens every other year, and I did it in 2009, and I'll be doing it again. And I love passing it on. Mm. I love sending the message so that the work can be of quality. Mm-hmm. And the 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 young person can be then become the forty year old, the fifty year old, etc., yes. whose work lasts yes. and continues. You know,
2: I hope I can make it down there. I went to the festival for the first time in my life last year. Wasn't it exciting? It was great. My mom was performing there.
3: Oh, and I just had, wonderful! And I
2: had it was incredible to see all of that talent.
3: Very exciting. Just, I saw Ella Joyce do A Rose Amongst the Thorns, so which was about there. Rosa Parks. I was there so that I year. Didn't see you. I That's did the workshop you there. That year. Yeah. My Rosa mom actually parts. did two
2: shows. She did Ain't Nothing But the Blues. Yeah. And the the Sweet Mama String the Ethel Waters piece. I saw her. Well my mom was oh, my man. sister. We and have my to sister talk. Young, I did young. see
3: the, ma- the <laughs> that, 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 Mama Stringbean. I did see you. Because, I was I, there. because it's very important yeah. that plays be done yes. about prominent African Americans. Yeah. Yes, and so I always well, go I to that. connection. Yes, isn't that I wonderful? The things we you. learn. <laughs> yeah, that was terrific. But that was right before I love I was that show. To you, though, so, yes, you know, we I love sit that next show. To each other in the like I love that show, Sweet Mama Stringbean. I love that. Yeah.
2: Playing young and old.
3: Yes, oh, that's. That is wonderful. So see,
2: I had no choice. I had to do
3: this. Wonderful
4: <laughs>
2: was <laughs> um, faded and
3: faded and slated. Fated huh? and slated. <laughs> well, wow,
2: ladies and gentlemen, this has been an incredible day. I've had such a wonderful time with Professor Katz. Thank you so much for coming in today. I love you.
3: Thank you. It's such an honor. And I love your show, and Thank I want it to go continue and continue.
2: Thank you so much. You hear that, people? She <laughs> gave me the blessing. Well, I want you guys, you never know who's going to drop in at Uncle Earl's Playground. So I want you to have a wonderful, blessed day, evening, night, dawn, dusk. What if you haven't? Just have it. And, ladies and gentlemen, be kind to yourselves, each other, and the
4: planet. We only have one. All right? I'll see you later. Ciao. I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
0: Just born then, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. But it's like, you know, okay, so there was a three-day party, right? Right. Right. So then the party kept on going, man. It's like... The party was supposed to end after three days, and everybody was doing drugs and running naked and pot and stuff like yeah, that. But the then music was hot, right? The music was hot. But then what happened was that the party never stopped, man. Right? It's like the yeah. drugs yeah. wound up oh, in the in right. the grammar schools, man. Yeah, it's like, boy, it. what, what's that all
0: about? the same story with everybody too much of a good thing is not a good
1: thing man six graders shouldn't be smoking pot man man. Uh, the hip-hop community starts coming up. Rap comes in towards the end of the 70s and stuff like that. It was, it was like, fun and it good at first. You know? and it, you you? it was good at first, you know? Well, you know, it was good, but then then they're talking about drugs and holes and, and mm-hmm. crack cocaine and, and, and all stuff and everything. Yeah, uh, I you agree. know, kids, kids winding up in grammar school bringing a clock. It's time for change. Well, you, you know, sky. stick a clock in your mouth yes. and stuff. I agree. What? It's time you know, for a new direction, something. Well, you know what? I mean, we got to change the vibe, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so we, um, even know, even like, Michael. Michael Jackson was kind of plan. Uh, Michael, Michael Jackson self-destructs by 1992. Oh, that's crazy, so, man. Crazy. He's doing that black Elvis thing. Elvis self destructed Michael self destructed And many, 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 many more. Man, too many people... We'll gonna Wind know. up on the floor, man. We, we got to put a good vibe back on the street. Some real music. The real stuff. The real instruments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The you know, real singing stuff. with sunlight. Instead of kids sitting there playing, taking their best guitar rock stance and playing in front of a mirror. Is that what you're talking about? Oh, the fake video games, right? Fake guitar, right? You got video game Yeah. I'm a musician. Yeah. Okay. You know, but we got a lot more things to talk about. You know. We yeah. You we always got, got, got stuff. We got a lot more history coming. You know. Wait. Yeah. And, you know. It's Spike in the Street from... Uh, bittersweet bitter 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 records. And bittersweet <laughs> bitter records. Man, you always got some good stuff to talk about.
5: Hey, man, you know, you're... I hope
1: this is not the last time. I've been vibing with you for a while. You're a good vibe. I'm a yeah, good guy. Yeah. I think it's going to be just fine. Uh, yeah. This is the part I like, man. Uh, now try to give him a little uh, bit of love. All right? On the next. Uh, the face against
5: the child
4: Baby. We're coming at you now